Hi, my name is Alexander Hastings, and welcome to my show, Diary of a Transman. For more information about the show, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Hello, and welcome back to the newest episode of Diary of a Trans Man, and may the 4th be with you. Alright, so it's been a little over a month since my last podcast episode, and that was because I was at the Joint Readiness Training Center in Fort Polk, Louisiana, doing my best to survive the heat which was a huge change from the 35 40 degree weather i left up at four drum and it was hitting about 75 80 degrees with 100 percent humidity almost every day down there in the swampy lands of louisiana so in the last episode i brought up some issues that I thought I was going to have when forced to live with other females in military lodging facilities even though I am transgender and do not share the same physical attributes as them let's just say anymore and most people read me as male so like i predicted there were some struggles that occurred uh, almost as soon as we got there so we lived um let me go back to the the first first day so i got down there on the 27th of march i was on torch party which is basically the advanced party that goes to a new area and kind of sets up everything so first off we drove to the airport and right away i kind of had to go into a disguised mode kind of stealth mode so i was i dress normally like i normally do with you know baggy khakis and a nice shirt and i knew i would be read as male in in what i was wearing and how i sounded and how i looked but unfortunately um partially due to my own cowardice there's a couple people that were with us that didn't know i was trans and used female pronouns and so this made it when i had to go to the bathroom in the airport and i had to kind of sneaking around and go to a restroom that was kind of farther away uh so that i could use the male facilities blah without any um, weird looks or comments from the guys I was traveling with. But we made it through the airport, got on the flight, no issues. We arrived down in Fort Polk and are set up in these barracks. Um, 
where another unit was kind of already staying. It wasn't a lot of people in there. There was just a few people. And according to the military regulations and this stipulations put in under the transgender handbook, I am required to use female lodging and building services until the day that my birth certificate is changed to read male and is accepted by the army. So I kind of, I went into the, the female bathroom. Uh, there was really no other females there, so it wasn't really a problem. As I was walking out though, uh, there was a guy from coming out of the male bathroom, which is right next to it. And he was like, you know, you're in the wrong bathroom, right? like and I had to do one of those kind of things where like yeah, yeah, yeah just kind of wave it off and keep walking I was like I mean I don't want to get into into any confrontations with anybody you know right outside uh, and of course the guys that I traveling with were still referring to me as female and everybody else in the rear barracks were saw me as male so a little bit of a confusing struggle right there uh, one that could have easily be remedied uh, remedied by me coming out to everybody I was with but like I said a little bit of a coward there so we spent about <laughs> three four days in those barracks and I just I kind of worked it out so that I could use the the shower there uh, early in the morning kind of before everybody else got up and and then there wasn't really any problems and then we moved over to a different set of barracks uh, on the airfields with more space because at that point all 380 some odd people from my unit had arrived and so we were set up in the new area um, and I'd convinced the leadership to put uh, everybody in a mixed mixed gender living situation to make it easier on everybody because there's only about 70 females total and out of 300 people so giving them whole barracks by themselves would force all the males to crunch up together which it's not very fair so we got i won that one we got mixed mixed gender living so I was able to kind of live with guys and that was fine. I had my own little space because in the barracks we were living in, they had set up some plywood barriers and borders around everything to make it a little uh, homier with some, with some uh, plywood rooms for the higher up officers and stuff. I that's for like the colonel. I didn't warrant my own my own room, but I had a little plywood shelter kind of around where I was. 
to give myself some privacy. Uh, but the so the barracks bathroom there's only one bathroom in each barracks and the one in our building had been designated female and where I was sleeping I had lined myself up so that I had it kind of an eye on that bathroom the whole time so I could tell when it was going to be empty and then I could sneak in and go use it real quick and fortunately there were porta potties outside uh, the, the the buildings as well because the the males that were living in our barracks needed a place to go to the bathroom without having to run into everybody else's barracks all the time so I used the porta potties outside of our barracks the whole time and then when it came time for me to shower I had to, to sneak in early in the morning so is there anybody out there who hasn't seen the movie she's the man because that's exactly how I felt the whole time which funny enough because that's one of my favorite movies growing up I, I should have realized sooner I was trans because of that movie I mean it's about a main character who decides to dress up as a boy to go play soccer on the boys team at her opposing high school's rival team and it's funny enough her last name is Hastings as well so it's like literally my life and I played soccer but anyway what she does in the movie is she goes to the, the boys bathroom at like two o'clock in the morning to in order to take a shower because it's empty so i had to do that kind of scenario i had my alarm clock set for for two three in the morning and i'd go and i'd grab all my shower stuff and i'd sneak in and i'd go take a shower real quick and then i'd go to bed didn't do any wonders for my sleeping habits woke up tired ridiculously tired every day but fortunately I had a 12 pack of sugar free Red Bull to kind of wake me up in the morning and get on with my day so that's how I I kind of navigated the the living situation uh, in the barracks for the most time and we were only in these barracks for another week before we went out into the field and of course once you're in the the field there is no shower situation at all so it's just porta potties and baby wipes and that was that was better because I didn't have any stress I didn't have to wake up in the middle of the night uh, minus gunfire and in you know indirect fire and stuff like that uh, but I I felt more comfortable in the field um, being myself and then of course we went back to those barracks again once we got out of the field and I went back into the same cycle of using the porta potties and having to, to shower in the middle of the night 
and but I was you know I was more prepared this time. And the reason I I switched the whole a uh, middle of the night and porta party thing in the first place is because I, I tested the just tested it to see what would happen when we first got there and I I went to the use the bathroom and I think I just went inside and it was like the middle of the day and there was a couple females sitting at or at the sink um chatting and they're like did the same thing where you know they're like oh you know this is the, the female bathroom right and i kind of just man, shrugged and continued walking and then they could hear them like snickering so <laughs> that was the the one time i tested and then i went over into my my secret shower uh setup Well, we left those barracks again after a week of being out of the field. Everybody had flown back up to Fort Drum. Um, but because of my position, I was staying on the trail party. So we went back over to the original barracks that we had stayed in when we first got there early. And the first barracks they gave us were packed packed with 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 dudes like i want to there was somebody sleeping in every bed and then there was probably 30 other guys just hanging out in the front area and it was like, i just immediately saw and it's like this is gonna be so hard to sneak around with and so thankfully because of my rank I, I called up the the officer that was in charge of the building and was like used the, uh, the EXO as an excuse because she's a major and she was with us. And I was like, this is, this barracks is unacceptable. <laughs> you know, the major, we can't, we can't uh, sleep in these. And he's like, okay, um, why don't you go to the building next door? So I was like, okay. So we walked into the one next door and there were only like seven or eight people sleeping in that one. I was like, this is way better. And so I set up my stuff with a bunch of the guys in the corner and I was able to, because there were so few people, I was actually able to sneak in and use the male bathrooms uh, like normal. So I didn't get any, any talking to any, you know, strange looks in that one. And the guys I was with on this one, they, they knew I was trans. So it was a little bit easier and I was able to feel more comfortable walking around in my PT uniform and my shorts and you know, my legs are all, they're all hairy. So I kind of stood out as a guy right away with these guys and they had no problems with it. And so that was a, a much better ending to the whole, the whole trip out there in Louisiana. I mean, we even got to go out and play golf on on the Sunday, um, which was nice. And I was just one of the guys, and I was hitting from the same uh, tee that they all were, and the ball was flying the same distance, uh, sometimes even farther, which is cool. 
So I I felt, you know, athletic and, you know, competitive with these guys on the same level, which kind of, it kind of wrapped up my whole trip and put a positive spin on the whole experience in general, which I was really thankful for. So, well, I am now back up at Fort Drum back to the cold north weather and I'm settling back into my my life back up here doing some house cleaning had to clean out my refrigerator which was disgusting there were things that were growing all kinds of mold sitting in there Still gotta do laundry. I just got a pile of dirty clothes just mounting up in front of my my washer. But it's so nice up here now and I just wanna enjoy the the outdoors weather. Gotta get back into working out since it's been over a month since I've actually touched anything with weight uh, to lift and so all the gains I had made before going on this rotation are just gone now and of course the the biggest thing that I have coming up to look forward to is my top surgery I'm finally getting that on May 14th I'm running through my two-week pre-op checklist right now and I have a pre-op appointment with Dr. Jacobs on Monday the 6th where we'll just make sure that everything is good to go. I did my mammogram and I did all the labs required um, picked up my prescriptions from the pharmacy and bought my compression shirt to wear under my binder so the the mammogram was a interesting and new experience I am very fortunate uh, the place I went to was called Northern Radiology in uh, Watertown and they were the most accommodating women's service I've ever been to in my life it was it was ridiculous how accommodating they were when I called them to book an appointment when I was down in Louisiana it was about a month out and I was trying to describe what I needed from them, just screaming, screening mammogram. And when I told them that I was transgender, they that it was for my top surgery, they immediately switched pronouns with me, started referring referring to me as as sir. And 
it was it was really nice um, just to get that kind of level of respect on right on the phone call right away and then uh, when I actually showed up for the appointment and of course uh, this this whole the whole service is in the women's center of the radiology place I checked in and they directed me over into the women's center room and I sat down to fill out the forms and they're using male pronouns and the whole thing and they're like sorry about this we have to we want to make sure that everybody's comfortable with having a man uh, on the floor and and so they they were making sure to shuffle all the women that were in there for mammograms out of the way making sure they had maintained their level of privacy as well as making sure that i got to maintain my own level of privacy so instead of having me go into a different room to change and put on a uh, hospital gown kind of they made sure all the women that were there were in their own rooms covered up and they kind of shuffled me straight into the uh, mammogram machine room I don't, I don't know what they call it and and from there that's where i i did the mammogram and and uh i just stripped off my my top right there we did it put everything back on and then was escorted back out uh, no complications and everybody was really professional and respectful and you know, I think that's the most comfortable I've ever been in a situation where I was expecting to to not be comfortable at all and to be terrified. Um, so if there's anybody in North Country in Watertown who listens to this podcast uh, and you need to go do a mammogram for your job surgery, I recommend Northern Radiology a hundred percent. I was just blown away by the experience I had with them. And I wish, I know it's not true for a lot of other places, but I wish every place was like that. And I feel very lucky to, that I live up here and that everybody was so accommodating. Which was nice. So, that is about all I have for the show this week. Uh, Now that I'm back up in the North Country, I will strive to maintain these podcasts a little bit more regularly than we have in the last month so once again if you liked this episode of diary of a trans man please go on to apple podcast google music spotify soundcloud wherever you're listening to this from write a comment write a review uh, share it with your friends 
and I'll continue to make more of these podcasts, whether you like it or not. So, see you next time on Diary of a Trans Man.